0: Wants to try my 18 layer dip. It's got beans, cheese, bird seed, guac, chocolate chip. One warning if you're allergic to uh, peanuts or bee stings, I would eat it. What
1: are you talking about? Who the hell are you talking to? Charlie Blackman is the batting champion, more like the ugly champion. If God doesn't like the Broncos, then why is the sky blue and
0: the sunsets orange?
1: I'm your host, Mike Kennedy. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the ACE Sports Podcast on the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasting stuff. And today on the show, we are talking with Sarah Bettinger of Lockdown Broncos and Predominantly Orange because the Denver Broncos are introducing their new head coach today. And before we talk about that, I want to go ahead and apologize for the poor. Audio quality, having to use a different microphone today because our regular one has got some issues. But you know who doesn't got issues right now? The number of Broncos because they have their new head honcho. They're introducing Nathaniel Hackett. The 42-year-old former offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers is getting introduced today as a new head coach at around 3 o'clock or so. And he was introduced yesterday at around 5.30 a.m. as a Broncos head coach. And for the whole day, Broncos country was praising the organization for finally hiring an offensive-minded head coach after seeing the prior two not work out and Vic Fangio and Vance Joseph Hackett spent the past three seasons in Green Bay as their offensive coordinator. And in those three years, Aaron Rodgers averaged 37 passing touchdowns to only four interceptions per season. He added a second prime to Aaron Rodgers. He was a Jaguars offensive coordinator for three years, with the Jags were a top five offense in the NFL. And then in 2017, with Blake Bortles as a quarterback, as he led them to an AFC championship appearance. He also had 20 plus years as a quarterback's coach. He has eight years in the NFL as an offensive coordinator with his first experience coming with the Buffalo Bills back in 2013. The Broncos spent around 10 hours with Hackett on Wednesday in Denver before taking him out to dinner to round out the second round interview for Nathaniel. And then the very next morning, uh, Hackett was supposed to be in Jacksonville to interview for the Jaguars head coaching position, but George Payton didn't let him leave the building. Payton said Nathaniel Hackett is a dynamic leader and coaches intelligence, innovation, and charisma Impress them from the start of the process. In addition, Nathaniel is an outstanding leader and communicator with a strong vision for all three phases of the game. He had a lot more to say about him, but all the Packers players, who also took to Twitter, said uh, all the best for the former offensive coordinator, including some tweets saying he was the best man they've ever had to play for and are going to miss the heck out of him. The Broncos are getting a good one, and I cannot wait for the press conference today at around 3 p.m. Introducing Nathaniel Hackett as a Broncos head coach. So with that, let's bring in Sir Bettinger of of the Lockdown Broncos podcast and Predominantly the Orange to talk some Broncos here on ACE. Alrighty, we will back again on the pod today. Sarah Bettinger of Lockdown Broncos podcast and Predominantly Orange. Sarah, happy Hackett Day yesterday, and I'm just going to say Happy Hackett Day again today because today uh, Nathaniel Hackett's special being introduced as the Broncos head coach. Sir, it's been it's been it's been a fun couple of days. Would you agree? I,
0: I would agree. I would agree very much. So I've been excited. I think everybody in Broncos country is excited. The more and more they learn about this guy, and I can't wait. I mean, as we're recording this, we're just a couple hours away from his press conference, right? So I think after everybody gets to hear him at his press conference, yeah, I feel like he's going to be almost unanimously beloved by everyone in Broncos country.
1: Well, he sent a twelve-second video saying, "Hey, buds, we're here. Let's go win some football games. We'll see y'all soon." And somebody put, "That's more energy in twelve seconds from from Nathaniel than I've seen from Vic in three years." And- <laughs> yeah hate to say it but nathaniel he's bringing something that the broncos haven't seen in in a good while (laughs) Yeah. yes so so sarah uh go back to yesterday really really early yesterday 5 30 a.m i think when the news officially broke and Nathaniel hackett is now the broncos head coach he'll be officially introduced as you just said in a couple of hours after having 36 hours to digest everything and uh, analyze the hire we were happy with it when the news broke But now that everybody has had the chance to weigh in on the issue sarah do you have any extra revelation from the last uh day or so about the new Broncos head coach?
0: I think it's really just a lot of uh, a lot of confirmation honestly I just I really like Tackett going into this process and just the more that you read about him and the fact that not only has he worked with Aaron Rodgers but I mean you go back to his experience helping develop Ryan Nassib at Syracuse and then after that like EJ Manuel in Buffalo and then of course or maybe it was before that I don't know the exact timeline but obviously then Blake Bortles with the Jaguars, and they had the number five scoring offense back in 2017. So you look at the whole body of work outside of Aaron Rodgers, and then you factor in the fact that working with Aaron Rodgers, like that's not just beneficial to the Broncos in terms of, hey, like he knows Aaron Rodgers. He might be able to bring Aaron Rodgers to Denver, Mm -hmm. but it's also beneficial for the fact of like you work with a legend like that. You get to see how they prepare, how they see the field, how they see things, what their ideas are, for certain concepts to beat certain defenses. And like you get the the vibe from Hackett that he's really a players coach type of guy who he, he likes to collaborate. You can tell. And he's even said it before in a different video or press conference that I watch, you know, you treat every single player on the roster like they're going to be a starter for you. Yeah. I just think that mentality from him and the way that he's been able to work with su- such a variety of different types of, of quarterbacks specifically, sure. Uh, that really appeals to me, and so I think it's just been a lot of confirmation. Like I feel like the Broncos made the right choice.
1: Yeah, you say players, coach, and if you look at the Packers' Twitter, anybody who's who has that name affiliated uh, with Nathaniel Hackett, who's played for him in the past, they have nothing but positive things to say about the guy. They wish him the best. and say, "Oh my gosh, we're losing one of the best human beings that I've ever been coached by," and it's just like th- this is good. This is all the good things you want to hear if you're a Broncos mm-hmm. fan. And then you look at everything that Aaron Rodgers had to say. Um, and how close they can be, and yeah, people like Aaron Rodgers coming to Denver. But if that doesn't come to fruition, so you mentioned it, the quarterbacks that Nathaniel Hackett has worked with in the past—I mean, like a Blake Bortles, a Kyle Orton, an E.J. manuel when he was with uh, when he was with the Bills. You look at their passer passer efficiency rating with Nathaniel Hackett and then without him. With Blake Bortles, when they went to the AFC Championship game, 82.5 passer efficiency rating, and then without Hackett, it was less than 78. Uh, Kyle Orton. 87.8 with Hackett and without him, 79.9. EJ Manuel as a rookie, 78.5 with Hackett, 73.4 without uh, without Nathaniel Hackett. So, sir, even with non-Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Hackett has been able to do what some might say is impossible with the caliber of quarterbacks he's been given.
0: He has, and, and not only that, you know, you talk about the, I don't know if you want to call them inept uh, quarterbacks, but, I mean, if you talk about some of the, like, ineptitude that he's had, at the quarterback position, the fact that his offenses have had such sustained success in the running game. I mean, that's kind of crazy because obviously, you know, against Kyle Orton led or EJ manuel led or Blake Bortles led offenses, you're going to get defenses trying to stack the box against you and dare you to throw. So for them to be so high ranking in terms of their running game, that's encouraging that he's able to scheme the running game uh, to, to have success. And I, I think you're spot on. I mean, He's obviously had an effect and an impact on the quarterbacks that he's been around and, and been able to do things. Well, I mean, it can't be overstated how many quarterbacks have been drafted out of Syracuse as well. Like he helped develop Nasib yep. into a player that NFL teams deemed draftable yep. into the league. So obviously there's some significant development, you know, all across the board and we've seen even Aaron Rodgers take his game to the next level. He's the reigning two-time MVP. And I don't necessarily think like, Well, Nathaniel Hackett is the reason for that, right? But obviously, he's been part of it, and Rodgers has given him his due credit. So I think it's a testament to just the way that he's able to, you know, look into, like we we heard from uh, Tom Pelissero in a clip that he had on the Dan Patrick show yesterday, talking about how Hackett is really into analytics. He's really into all the different ways that technology can help, you know, understand weaknesses for defenses and strengths for your offensive playmakers. I think he obviously utilizes a lot of that to his advantage.
1: Even if I, I get the hope. The hope is to get Aaron Rodgers, Wilson Wilson. That's everybody's hopes, plans, and dreams because Broncos want to win the Super Bowl. They want to replicate what uh, John Elway did with Peyton Manning. However, if – and you guys said, I think it was yesterday or when the news broke on the on, on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. If the reason for hiring Nathaniel Hackett was to bring Aaron Rodgers here, that is one of the worst moves that George Payton could ever make and he should be fired on the spot for that because that's just not what you're doing the, in the NFL. Nathaniel Hackett, because of his resume and his offensive coordinator position and his, and his position with the uh, quarterbacks coaches, what, 20-plus years as a quarterbacks coach? This guy has one of the best resumes around if you want to develop a QB. And so even if we don't get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, Sarah, who would you like to see Nathaniel Hackett invest in to make the Broncos successful on offense yet again?
0: That's a great question. I love a lot of the – honestly, I'm not as low on this year's quarterback class as I feel like a lot of other people are. Uh, you know, you see a lot of really negative opinions thrown out there about these quarterbacks. And just off the top of my head, we're talking about guys like Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, Carson Strong, Malik Willis, you know, those types of players. And I I feel like there's a lot to like with a lot of those guys, to be honest with you. I mean, I may be just a little bit soft after the whole Josh Allen thing. Like I was so positive in 2018 that Josh Allen was going to be bad that now like i just i take a way different approach and i always try to evaluate especially quarterbacks based on like what you think this player could become not necessarily what they are right now because obviously Josh Allen is not the norm but at the same time you have to believe if you draft a quarterback that you have the people in place to extract the best out of them right yeah. so if that's the case and you're looking at all of these quarterbacks in this upcoming class and saying all right if he becomes the best version of what he can be because of who we have in place to help him get there. You know, I could see any number of those guys being a great fit for that conversation. I'm starting, I mean, this, this'll change so much now in the next three months, but like the flavor of the day for me right now is Sam Howell. Like you watch him more and more and how he adapted to not having all those NFL players that were around him last year. One of them being obviously the Broncos rookie running back, Javante Williams, you just look at the difference in his play from year to year, how he had to take so much more on his shoulders in 2021. And he really did. He, he became a dual threat quarterback, which is something that I don't think a lot of people saw from him in his first two years. Like He, he ran for over 800 yards yeah. and 11 touchdowns this past year at UNC. So there's just so many different young guys. And of course, like I'm a big Drew Locke fan. I love Drew Locke coming out of college. And I'm not going to sit here and say, well, if we don't get Aaron Rodgers, then Drew Locke is my number one option. But I think among the list of options and things that could be possible for the Broncos, I really do think, like, man, give, give the Drew Locke plus a rookie thing maybe a shot at yeah. working. If you got the right coaches in place, I think it's safe to say now the staff that the Broncos had in place really, for lack of a better term, screwed Drew Locke over. Yeah. I mean, they, they were just not good for him at all. They didn't invest in his development. They basically gave him a year because I think John Elway said so. And uh, and that was it. It was not a good working relationship. And I think you can see that in the way that he was able to kind of make some improvements um, this past season, just kind of working on working on his own craft. And and so I I just think that you you put the right coaches in place and a lot of things could be way different than what Broncos fans have seen the past three years.
1: Well, fast forward eight months and we have no idea what this Broncos team is going to look like. We still got to hire offensive staff, defensive staff, coordinators. The quarterback situation is at play and then of course the ownership situation is still in the runnings as well and so it's a it's going to be a very busy broncos offseason so we look forward to all the coverage that Sarah you're going to bring on lock on broncos and new Orange. but as for today we'll celebrate nathaniel hackett and be excited for the future for the Denver broncos Sarah, appreciate the time and uh and we'll, and we'll, talk, we'll talk to you soon
0: thank you Big shout-out and thank you to Sir
1: Bettinger for joining us today on A.C.E. Make sure to subscribe and follow everything he's got going on at the Locked On Broncos podcast with Cody Rourke and follow his writings at Predominantly Orange. As for today, that is all she wrote. We will see you guys on Monday. We'll be talking some more Colorado sports and recapping what goes on this week. And maybe we'll talk some Nathaniel Hackett. We will see because uh, the times in Broncos country, well, the vibes are good. The vibes are immaculate. We'll see you guys soon. Have a good weekend. Peace.